Hi, this is Tiffany Ann, and you are listening to the Dreams Recycled podcast, where we talk to all different kinds of people who have recycled their life after divorce or adversity and done amazing things. So I'm very excited today um, to meet Nadine Haruni, who is the author of a book series called Frida the Frog, um, and she's here today. So we're very exciting. Hi, Nadine. How are you? Hi, Tiffany. Good, thanks. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So, so you've done something that I've been working on, but mine is nowhere near as close to being done and out as yours is. So you have a series of children's books. So what gave you the idea to have these children's books? And can you tell us a little bit about them? Oh, sure. Um, I had actually, when my when I was going through my own divorce, I noticed that there were not really a plethora of children's books out there that were addressing the subject of divorce. Mm-hmm. I had actually written, so I'd written a draft of my first book, which is called Frida the Frog Gets a Divorce. Ironically, I wrote the draft in 1998, well before I was married, well before I was divorced. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> my mom is Frida. She's the original Frida. She oh. had gotten divorced. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of a cute story. I, I had always been a writer. I had taken a writing and illustrating children's book course at the time at a local college, Mm -hmm. and I just never got it published. So now fast forward to that many years later when I was going through my own divorce and I was looking for books written on a kid's level Uh talking about divorce, and there really was not much. So that kind of motivated me to really want to get this book published. Um, And then I realized that there were, based on feedback I was getting, there really were not a lot of books that were just tackling either difficult family situations such as divorce or life issues, so I decided to turn this into a series. And uh, after the first book came out, mm-hmm. each book has a separate focus but has its own, it is a continuation of the next, so it seemed kind of like the logical next step that Frida, after being divorced, might sometime later get remarried and meet somebody else who had another fra- a tadpole or oh. child. Oh. <laughs> so, okay, so, so hence this follow-up. So the first mm-hmm. book is uh, Frida Gets Divorced. And what's the title of your second book? The first book is Frida the Frog Gets a Divorce. The title of the second book is Frida the Frog and Her New Blue Family. And oh. it's addressing... <laughs> thank you. It's addressing not just uh, stuff families... Mm-hmm. But all and the issues that go along with that, but also the bl- many bl- types of blended families out there, whether it's mixed race, mixed religion, mixed ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Since that's so common today, I just wanted to kind of help kids that were reading it recognize that their family might look different than some of their friends, but that their family's just as special nonetheless. Well, and it's a sign of the times. I mean, I, I literally, this morning, I just posted a video um, about the statistics of single-parent families. And um, I don't know if you if you know these, you probably do, but um, 50% of children in America will at some point before they're 18 be part of a single-parent family, and which means actually on a current basis, 25% of all children in America any given time are in a single parent family. And so, so what you're doing is brilliant because it really is. There is no norm family anymore. The norm is anything and everything, and it should be, right? This is, this is the reality of the world we live in. 
That's true. And it's interesting because my, my son, for whatever reason, at the time that I got separated, he happened to have several friends whose parents were divorced or going through a divorce. But my daughter, who's younger, she has she has had no friends, no close friends whose parents have gotten divorced, which based on the statistics you're indicating, it's just amazing to me. So she has found comfort in reading my books because when, especially when she was younger, because she felt like she was the only one out there, which obviously you and I both know is not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's also, I've noticed it's to do with a cycle. So I noticed that when I got divorced, I feel like I was the first person ever to get divorced. Nadine. <laughs> Probably not, but, you know, right. I was in that kind of situation where all our social group, everybody was divorced. I mean, everybody was married. Nobody was divorced. And, um, and as I told you earlier, we separated in 2010. However, if you ask me that today, I would say the majority of my friends are also now divorced. Uh, and wow. I, don't, I don't know if it's an age thing or a cycle thing or an empty nest thing or, or what it is. But um, I think uh, statistically most people divorce the first time after you've married eight and a half years. So I don't know if it was just like, we haven't got to that eight and a half half of us. <laughs> right. But, but it's such a good, it's such a good idea for a book because it really is, it really is exactly what is needed in today's society there, you know, and even I think, um, it's a good thing uh, to include the different kinds of races, the different kinds of religion. There is no norm anymore. And I see it amongst my kids' friends that there's, there is, there's a lot of blended families, a lot of mixed families, a lot of families that, you know, you can't even tell who's or who's children half the time because it's like mine, <laughs> right? That's true. So, so you also are a child of divorce, right? You said yeah. Frida got divorced. So, so how do you think it is for children nowadays compared to you when you were a child um, getting divorced? Do you think that it's got worse or better for children nowadays? Well, it's different. It was different for me personally because I was already in my 20s when my parents got divorced. Uh, so I wasn't, I was already on my own. A um, little bit of a different situation. Um, I think a lot of kids... I mean, I guess it's probably the same then and now. A lot of kids just feel when they're getting divorced, especially if they have no other friends going through it, that they're all alone and that none of their friends would understand, um, which is why with the first book, it's designed to comfort the kids. It's also, if their friends read the book, help them have a better sense of understanding what their friends might go through. Mm. And I've heard feedback from therapists, child therapists, school psychologists who have actually used the book as a tool, as well as several parents who've used the book as a tool to sort of introduce the subject of divorce to their kids mm. because they weren't exactly sure how to broach the subject. So I think it's, it's important for kids to feel that they're not alone, whether it's books like mine, whether it's having a child therapist, supportive parents, teachers that they can speak to. So it's, it's kind of encouraging kids to just speak to people that they feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. No, no, I absolutely agree. It's very important. And so, um, so you personally are now remarried, am I correct? Correct. Actually, it's, sort of I guess subliminally the the book series is thus far kind of following my life (laughs) Um, (laughs) because I did get remarried um, to somebody who's a little bit of a different ethnic background than than mine Uh Um, 
and he also had children uh-huh. and we moved in together got married moved in together and um it's been it's also the second book is kind of helping kids realize that there is an adjustment period and Mm -hmm. that they may have to have certain changes and things like that but that ultimately again that their family might look a little bit different than other people's but that it's it's as special and wonderful a family as anybody else's right and that change is not always bad right I think right right often we focus like change is like the worst thing ever but really a lot of change ends up being very positive for the children the parents and everyone else involved and I think that that's a big thing we do at Dreams Recycled and and obviously in your book that you know you highlight that changes can be a positive thing right and that's that's true and that's what I tried to highlight in that book and also I'm the third book is coming out probably in May or June. It's called Frida the Frog is on the Move, which is focusing on kids' feelings and moving to a new school or a new town. So in, in this third book, at the beginning, we see that the lily pad's really crowded. It's a big family, so they move to a bigger lily pad in another lake, <laughs> another lake town. And it's addressing, as you were discussing change, it's talking exactly about that. It's talking about change, um, the kids, how they are sort of have misgivings about moving mm-hmm. and that ultimately it works out well for them so that not all change, whether it's divorce, whether it's remarriage, whether it's moving to a new school or a new town, it doesn't all have to be so scary and bad. Right. Okay. So can you give us some, as you've actually lived it, we're going to use you as the expert for today. So can you give us some Uh-oh. tips <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how to blend families? Because we get asked a lot, uh, you know, we mostly deal with actually divorce and going through it. But obviously a big part of the divorce is then going on to have relationships with other people and get remarried and maybe even have more children etc so what would your advice be to people listening like what can they do to help their children deal with that kind of change well personally I feel that and and obviously I'm not an expert and I'm only speaking from my own experience but it's important to not force the relationship that that's first of all Um, we were very lucky in that it was very natural in terms of my relationship with my husband's kids and his relationship with my kids. My kids were much younger mm-hmm. than his his daughters. So they they were very, very accepting of having him um, from the get-go. Aww. And he became a parental figure without stepping on the toes of their dad right. and trying to replace replace him. And in the same vein, my stepdaughters were older I wasn't coming in and looking to replace their mom. They have a wonderful mom and they're very close with their mom. So I, as they were older and didn't really need so much, um, as much guidance, I guess, as my, my kids did, I became more of a friend to them and we became very close. And um, aside from being their stepmom, I feel that we're very close friends and it did, and I didn't try to again do too much too soon mm-hmm. um it just kind of let the relationship we both did we let our relationships with our respective kids evolve naturally no and that's great advice right because because they do you know most of our children obviously they do have um other other parents they don't need a replacement parent like you said whether it's a friend whether it's i always try and think of a new word for it and i never can you (laughs) friend mom or the friend dad Um, right i actually did an interview with somebody else recently and they called and they said that they referred to their stepkids as uh, that they're that they're bonus children yeah and that they're the 
bonus parent. I said that that's a nice way of putting it, I guess. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true because they don't need another mom or another dad, but they definitely, you know, to build a healthy relationship with your stepchildren is uh, no doubt very, very important. And it's important for the relationship too because, uh, you know, I'm sure you know and I know people who, um, when they've blended their families, it's become really, really difficult because the children and the parents don't get along. That's true. And I also think we, we both try to spend alone time and separate time with, with all of the kids mm-hmm. and don't differentiate between my kids and your kids. They're our kids. Uh-huh. And we, try, we don't make anybody feel that they're second-class citizens, so, so to speak. They're all special. They're all equally as important. They're all both our kids. And, um, and they've become grown to love each other really like natural siblings. Oh, well, that's lovely. You are, <laughs> you are a divorce uh, successful. <laughs> and we love that. that that's what people... Luckily. Yeah, because it's hopeful, right? I think everybody during their divorce, they're like racked with this kind of like horrible, like, you know, will I have a love again? Will I marry again? God, you know, this will all be horrible. It'll be a disaster or whatever. So the more stories that are out there of positive blended families and positive step parenting the better for everyone. I, I agree. And I, I kind of always did want a big family, so it, it worked out well. <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, like, let's say you were having a child who's having, um, and I don't know if this is in your book, but just as a parent of divorce, um, did you ever have any trouble or any tips for people who, you know, I call it the, the kid shuffle. There's children going back and forth between the parents, right? We talk about change and being unsettled. Do you have any um, tips on how to make that kind of transition easier? Uh, we do. We, I actually do touch upon that in the books, especially the first book, because the kids basically tried to realize that they would have, they'd just be doing different things with each parent in their homes. Both homes would still be their home and they'd, both parents would still love them just as much. It's just that they would have separate homes and separate relationship with the parents. So I think what's very important is, this is at least for us, we, we tried to make sure that the kids felt that at least our house is their house. And in the same vein, we would hope that the other parent, and I know, uh, that the other parents in our situation did do that to make the kids feel like it was their home so that they wouldn't feel like they were guests or visiting. And I think that that's really important so that the kids feel like it's their room and that they have their things there and that they're not intruding on their other parents' life, but that they're part of the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's actually, I, I get asked a lot about that. And it's hard. It's hard, especially if you have financial restraints to kind of supply two sets of everything and especially right. when kids, you know kids grow so quickly and you know have two whole sets of clothes everywhere two school uniforms two laptops to everything it can be a strain but you know i agree where possible try and have you know their bedrooms with everything in it they need so like you said they don't feel like they're living kind of suitcase to suitcase right exactly so um so that's great. So your, uh, your next book is coming out in May or May? March. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. May or June, hopefully. Okay. Uh, we're putting the final, final touches on now as we speak and then it goes to print. 
So that was called Frida the Frog is on the Move. And as I said, it's about moving to a new school or a new town. Um, and I'm planning to do at least ultimately about book, one book a year, at least a dozen books in the series. And they're going to all touch upon different types of either family situations or different uh, types of families out there. For example, I'm going to do some books on gay families, adoptive families, also, um, aside from different types of families, it'll be uh, life issues, let's say, that kids face, such as I'm doing, uh, the, probably the fourth book will be loss of a pet. I'm going to be doing special needs kids, uh, uh -huh. learning issues and disabilities, as well as loss of a parent or grandparent, and some other things along those lines. Again, all issues that kids deal with or different types of family situations that are out there to help kids feel that they're not alone. No, and I love that. I love that. That's so great on so many levels. And I'm sure you're going to help an awful lot of people and an awful lot of parents because we may be parents, but until it's happened to you, you really don't know how to talk to your children about it. Or <laughs> right. So, so it's great that that's out there. So, so where can people buy these amazing books? Well, they are sold in select certain stores, Barnes & Noble stores and other local bookstores, but they're easily found on my website, which is Frida, F-R-E-E-D-A, the frog, all one word, dot com. And there's a direct link there to Amazon. But otherwise, it's also on Barnes & Noble's website. Mm -hmm. It's on uh, Mascot Books, as well as I believe Walmart now carries both books. And it's on booksamillion.com as well. Very cool. So, so do you want to spell out your, your uh, author name so people can find it when they're going in there and Frida the Frog? <laughs> sure. It's, uh, my name is spelled Nadine, N-A-D-I-N-E, Haruni, H-A-R-U-N-I. And also feel free to follow us on Facebook. We have a Frida the Frog page. And also on Instagram and Twitter, it's all one word, Frida the Frog. Awesome. Well, Nadine, thank you so much for joining us today. And like I said, I think you're doing a great job and, and your books, I'm sure, will, will help a lot of children now and continue as you add more and more titles to help us realize that, you know, there are many different kinds of families and there's no perfect family, but they're all as good as each other in their own special way. <laughs> well, yes, thank you for having me. And I am hoping that at least all of my books, at least one of the books can reach out to or touch upon uh, that particular family situation. So thank you again for having me. No, thank you, Nadine. Um, so thank you for listening. This has been Tiffany Ann um, for Dreams Recycled. And we were very excited to have Nadine and thank you. And you can find her books and her information. Um, it'll be linked on the iTunes podcast. So look out for it there. But thank you and uh, dream big.